Hello and welcome back to Shine On Success. I'm your host, Dion Malish, and today we have the most amazing Natalie Rattano, my neighbor, on the show with us today. So this is a show where we dive into the inspiring journeys of remarkable individuals. Today we have the pleasure of welcoming a multi-talented powerhouse, Natalie, and her story is one of passion, versatility, and unwavering commitment to her dreams. From an early age, Natalie found her calling in the world of dance, mastering styles from ballet to hip hop. Her dedication to fitness and dance didn't just keep her moving to the rhythm, it set up the stage for a dynamic career that would span across various facets of the entertainment industry. Natalie's journey took a vibrant turn when she moved to LA, where she harnessed her triple threat talents in dance, singing, and acting. She's shown in Pepsi commercials, music videos, and even toured as a showgirl in a magic show. Her foray into singing with the group Breeze showcased her versatile, artistic flair. But it was her role as a series regular on the hit TV show VIP, starring alongside Pamela Anderson, that catapulted her into the spotlight, proving her as a formidable actress. Despite her success in the entertainment world, Natalie's heart remained true to her first love, fitness. Transitioning to a full-time fitness career, she became a master trainer and an inspiration in the fitness community, working with Barry's Bootcamp, creating workout videos, and even training notable celebrities. Her journey has come full circle with her recent venture, Super Bodies by Nat in Ross Traver. A testament to her entrepreneurial spirit, influenced no doubt by her father's own business acumen. Natalie Botano is more than a fitness expert. She's a beacon of adaptability, perseverance, and relentless pursuit of passion. Today, she's here to share her incredible story, insights, and the lessons she's learned along the way. Please join me in welcome, welcoming Natalie Botano to my show. Hi, Natalie. Oh, laughing. That was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Dion. <laughs> You're so welcome. It's so nice to, to see you on the. They can't see you, but I can. But it's really cool, and I'm glad that you're my very first guest. So That's how cool so is that? This will be a memory that I'll never forget. <laughs> I love so, it. So tell me a little bit more. So I told a little bit of your story. So right now, you actually have a new business. So you're really hitting it. I mean, that's blown me away with what you're doing, the social media, you know, the fact that you're just so you're living it and it's awesome to watch. So tell me a little bit about your new business venture. Well, my new business venture is kind of like one of those things. I don't know. I can't even say the name of the show, but there's a there's a record executive. His name is Jimmy Iving, and he is a very short Italian man who's responsible and was the head of Interscope Records okay. in Hollywood. And I don't know why this just came to my mind because I just really don't have any rhyme or reason except keep going. Look at your look ahead and just keep going. And 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 he said making it is like when you are a per. Uh, Who's the person on the course when they're racing and then you're in blinders? Don't look the to your jockey, left. Like the, yeah, yeah, I get it. That the horse line. The horse cool line. Yeah. About this new venture in my life because it is something I've always wanted to do, but there's always been fear, and I've always worked for other people. And it wasn't until I uh went through my 50s and went through menopause and saw how, you know, life really changes as a woman and, and how everything was so different and changed for me. And I was like, if I'm going through this, gosh, everybody, oh yeah, any person regular, like I'm somebody that had like 
an eight pack at 48 years old, you know, and then yeah. when that all changed, everything, it like went, like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, down to a deep black hole. So, <laughs> I mean, for right now, open owning, I mean, it's like a complete dream come true. It's like, I don't know how to explain it other than when I got, when I got that call that I got that series with Pamela Anderson, that was a very big high point in my life. And so is this one. So it's I'm also, sure. this is great. I mean, this is so exciting and it really watching you from a, from the outside, right. Looking in and then actually attending a few, uh, a few of the, I had the yoga classes that I took there. It's amazing. Like you're doing things differently and, and it's so exciting to watch you grow in this, in this space versus, you know, being an actress in Hollywood. How cool is that? I mean, totally different, but I bet you there's many similarities. There's so many similarities. And there's also things that you, you know, you take with you that you learn from, from just all the experiences that I've had in my life. And, and there's sometimes I have to go, you don't have to answer to anybody. You're the boss. So if this is the way you want to do something, you know, do it. It's okay. Oh, you know, yeah. people will definitely try to get in your head. I know owning, you know, this real estate company for six years, everyone has an opinion, but they're not doing it. Right. So you got to really consider those opinions whenever, when they come in, because it really will affect you if you let it, but you can't. No. So, you know, I, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see how, how this goes for you. And, you know, it's, it's really beautiful to watch and watching you transform as a, you know, 50 plus year old woman, you know, I'm 55 myself and I feel the difference. It's different. Things feel differently. We look differently. It just, it's there. You're changing a lot. Right. Let me tell you something though, Dion. Okay. So I walked into this and I'm like, after the pandemic and my own transformation and what I went through with my mom and dad, you know, my, my parents, both almost dying and, you know, me going through that life-changing experience, which is one of the really big pinnacles in this point in my life that happened to me. And um, then my whole self kind of like physically being like, ah, but because I, this is one of my purposes in life. Like I was like not able to function I'm like, I have to teach. I was, I remember walking the neighborhood with Becky Lombardi and I'm like, do you want to just like, I want to teach a class, just you and I Tuesday, Thursdays at eight in the morning, like 30 minutes, no big deal. And that turned into the garage. Then that garage turned into this garage. And then this turned garage turned into, it's like my, one of my purposes in life, you know? So I say that to say, I walked into this particular point in time going, I'm going to do older women workouts. Okay. Working great. Then I mean, I, I said, you know, also I learned like, know your community, know your area. This is a working community. Women work until they're 65. They start in the morning and they get home at night. Okay. We are that area. We're not, it's not, we're middle-class. Right. Not, you know, but we work. We so work. I we said, work. in a whisper, okay, I'm going to tell you in a whisper. Okay. Do you think anybody would want to do like a 6 a.m. boot camp? I mean, I mean, it sold out immediately. And I'm like, oh, crap. 6 a.m. I got, I well, not only that, but I got to step up to the plate and be a boot camp teacher and do <laughs> boot camp things. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I've been just, this is the first week, but I was telling people, I was like, when we did, we did a mock camp with just a couple of people just to go through it. Cause I'm just used to teaching a certain way for a while, but I'm like, I need, I know what to do, but I haven't done it. And then I was like, after I taught it, I was like, don't knock and think that you don't have inside of you what was inside of you when you're younger. Because the person who shows up to teach like boot camp, Nat, that's a whole different person that I <laughs> lived inside of me. You know what I mean? Did so, you say boot camp, Nat? Boot camp, Nat. Like, I know I'm not trying to talk about myself in the third person, I but I, I I'm just like, oh, okay. That's the, you. All right. That's in you. I like it, you know? And I, I say that to say, like, even this whole thing that going back to the think rich and grow, um, think and grow rich, even though I haven't read it page to paper, uh, front to back, but I'm thinking like it is an energy. It is like, don't, don't let life tell you you're in a certain place, whether it be whatever the, the description of what life tells you that you should be, or you think you are right now, because when you go and you have blinders on, you can probably do things you didn't think you could do. And discovering them is so cool. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. And, and watch, again, watching from the outside. So I'm going to ask you a question. So your dad played a significant role in your your interest in fitness, right? So how did his influence shape your career path and, and your mindset towards those goals? Like what did your dad do that helped you? Well, he's an entrepreneur as well, just so you all know. He's an entrepreneur and he's a really great guy. Go ahead. Tell I call us. him Bart the Shark. Oh, Bart the Shark. That's. I mean, I love all these little names we're getting today. I know. And like, I have acronyms for everything and names for everything. All right. Good to know. Um, I, it, first of all, when I was a little girl and the, you couldn't do this now, but my dad jogged. And when I was a little baby, Shalroy track had a sandbox. He would put me in the sandbox and run around the track. Wow. So I saw that at a very early age, he jogged. I started jogging and, you know, Susan Netchai, you know, Netchai's down the street, Tony. Mm-hmm. Her daughter and I were best friends. We we were running in eighth grade. That was when running was the big thing. So, and and then in high school, um, my my boyfriend was Chas Pasco, and his mother was Jane Pasco, and Jane was the hot aerobics teacher all over the all over the valley. Wow. And I took all her classes. I followed her everywhere. You know, we're still in touch now, and. Um, so I've always been into fitness and watching my dad still work out at 86 years old. Go to the gym. Still working out. Oh he's, yeah. He goes to the gym. Wow. He went skiing by himself in Vail last year. Oh, and he's at 85. He went skiing by himself. Yeah. He, we, he went on the plane by himself and you know. Wow. That's awesome. It's good to hear. He's a good guy and I'm, I'm lucky to know all of you. And so my next question for you is, can you share with us the moment you realized that your passion for dance and fitness could actually become your career? And was that a turning point for you at that moment? Well, I always loved being on the stage. I think it started probably there at Marlene Salaski School of Dance, and we'd have the dance recitals every single year. And I, I, I was always putting shows on. 
I was always that kid, like, mom, get your friends together so I can sing this song in front, like the annoying kid. I had to put on dance shows, you know, that Mm -hmm. one you go to your friend's house and the kid wants to do the show. That was me. (laughs) Wow. I think I've always had like a, a, you know, passion for the entertainment. So did you know that when you were young that you wanted to act or how how did that turning point happen? Like, when did you know, okay, this is what I'm going to do. What happened at that point? Well, as far as acting, acting was something that I fell into. I was more pursuing dance and and then I was like in a singing group. And then um, that's how I got asked if I wanted to audition for the role of Nikki Franco for the um, VIP show. That's really cool. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I was um, Abby Lee Miller's uh, graphic designer for many years, you know, from Dance Mom. Really? Yeah, she used to come to my house and we would, uh, we'd do, she'd have a 200 page book and she would bring like loads of photos and all of this stuff. And we'd sit there for hours and we'd fight and we'd laugh and we'd cry. Like it was insane relationship. We were, I mean, we got along great and her mom, I knew her parents and yeah, so I was her, I was her designer. So I didn't know. Wow. That's so, that's kind of cool that, yeah. You don't hear a lot of good, positive things about no. her. Yeah, no, they make her worse than she is. I mean, no doubt that they definitely make it out to be. We had a great time. She was so thoughtful. Like she always came. It was always my birthday birthday because the recitals are in the summer and my birthday's in June. She'd always bring me gifts and it was just super sweet. But, you know, there was a moment that sweetness turned in where we were fighting with each other because we're both entrepreneurial and it was difficult. She wanted to change one thing on every page just to make it so she could change it. And well, I'd be she like, got, she, got, she had the taste of fame. Yeah, yeah, boy, she has a taste of it now. It's well, in- God will humble you. Yeah, for quick. sure. For sure. So tell me about perseverance, because that's something in Napoleon Hill talks about a lot in Think and Grow Rich. And I know that you've probably had some challenging times in your life, right? So well, right. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything you want to share, an example of where you've had a challenging time that you pushed through with persistence or perseverance to get to the other side and what that looked like. Well, perseverance is long lived. Okay. And I've had several in my life journey, Uh, a couple, a couple of losing everything and then finding my way back and then losing everything again. And then finding my way back. I think, you know, one of two times of the biggest times in my life were, was losing my career, um, my acting career because of a bad relationship, bad decision, you know, about the wrong man, hmm. hard, hard, hard lesson to learn. So how did you bounce back? Like what? So at that moment, that lowest moment, what did you do to bounce back? It was only because of God. It was only the only thing that got me out of it and not going down the wrong p- path is because of my, uh, my relationship with God, the only, (laughs) and that's what got me through it. That's what has gotten me through all of my hardest times is my Christianity, my, you know, my, my faith. That's what got, that's what gets me through the really bad times with the person, the thing about perseverance, you know, it's not just a couple of like morning routines and, and some like positive affirmations. No, those those perseverance times last. And during those times is when you become 
that there's a strength that builds inside of you. And if you keep on it, it, it creates something new for you to go to the next level and the next space. And it takes you out of the, you know, the, the, I would say lesson in your life. I, I I'm with you. And I said something the other day on a, on a show where I said the worst of times brings out the best of me. So, you know, I, I lost my father with four, four and a half months ago and yes. really the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. Yes. And here I am today pushing back and I'm, you know, I feel like it's like this gift that I've been giving to become the very best version of myself so that I can get up now from anything else because I've dealt with this very difficult time. So um, I know that you've had your own struggles, right? We all have them. And no matter what, no matter if you're an actress in Hollywood, or if you own a real estate company here in Pittsburgh, we have things that happen all the time, but we cannot let it define us. I think that's what sets people like us, the entrepreneurs in a different space, right? Because we're in an area where it's difficult. A lot of people don't pick themselves back up and it stinks because I know I could help them, but you know, I just may not have that opportunity. So when you move back here, so you move back from LA back to Pennsylvania in the Mon Valley to be closer to your family. How has this decision impacted your career and personal life? Considering, considering your dad was entrepreneurial, it's did you know that coming back that you were going to start a business or did that happen after being here for a little while? Oh, I had, first of all, I knew one thing I needed to be here after what we went through and the age of my mom and dad, um, my sister, you know, who is, you know, going to be with me forever. Mm. I I was like, I have to go back. And w- in the state of fitness at that point, you can be, you could do that anywhere because you do it online. So I just knew that it was time for me to come home. And um, it, I had no idea. I mean, I remember walk, I would do a lot of walking of the neighborhood. <laughs> keep on bringing it up. But um, I was with my friend. She's like, you know, we, we, we need to get you some business cards, you know? And I'm like, mm. well, that turned into like a whole business. And once I got in pocket, then I was like, okay, go. Don't look back. Just keep on going forward. Don't listen to what anything says. Just act and do your gift. Do your gift. And that everything will fall and happen in the right place. So I I just kind of like went for it. And I have always wanted to start my own business. And I have always wanted to impact women. And it's that's what's happening right now. And I'm just like on that road to keep on going up as high as I possibly can. Well, it's, it's definitely working. And it, it's really fun fun to be a part of it. So you've worked with a variety of talented individuals throughout your career. So how is collaborating with others, which I linked to in uh, Hill's book, he talks about the mastermind principle. And that's a big part of my life because I'm always seeking expert counsel. And, you know, I'm putting myself around people that are better than me so that I can become better, right? Yes. Take advice from those that are doing more than I'm doing so that I can learn from that and then I can teach. So how has that affected you? being around individuals, you know, like you have, and you've had some pretty successful people around you for sure. Very successful. And, um, you know, in different stages of my life, I, it, when I lived in New York city, I, I got the, uh, gift of working with 
my my old boss, Joey Gonzalez, who is my mentor. I call him all the time for situations. He he turned Barry's boot camp into like over like they almost have a hundred studios all over the world. It started in one studio. So he's not but 43 or 44 years old. So he's my mentor. Um, my dad is my big mentor. I, I don't do anything unless I run it past my dad. Um, my pastor from Los Angeles, Pastor Ziegler, he's my mentor. He blesses my house. He blesses my studio. Um, you know, I'm still in touch with him and in communion with him. Um, you know, obviously prayer, uh, I'm meeting new people along the way and, I am such a big advocate of surrounding yourself with people that are better than you so that they, you have, you're not, you're not lifting people up all the time. They're teaching you and you're, you're flying and soaring with them. Great. I love that idea. And you have a lot of experience. I mean, I, I, you do. So let me ask you this. What's the next thing for Natalie? Oh, wait, someone's at my door. That's okay. Fortunately for everyone, my door hasn't, no one knocked on my door because my dog would be going crazy right now. He's a wiener dog with a Rottweiler attitude. I'm sure everyone knows about little dogs. Natalie has a little one too. Um, The the boys are, the boys are going to shovel my, my grass, shovel the thing. So, but wait, I'm sorry. What did you add? Oh, what's, what's, next? what's next for Natalie? Well, what's next is what's um, what I'm doing now. And I'm just living in the now. I don't have, I don't have like, I want to be the richest thing. I want to do this. I want to be famous. I've already done all those things. What I'm doing right now is so fulfilling that I want to create more of that. Like, does that mean franchising? Does that mean? Yeah, I'd love to do another studio. You know, I'd love to have more of an online presence for um, our particular age um, women with workouts that work where you're going to get a result. Like there's so many workouts out there and that, you know, they're great. But my women are losing weight through menopause. They are getting results. And that makes you feel so good because it, it, it just gives you a strength inside that you have finally are back to doing something for you that makes you better for everything else in your life. Instead of just like giving all of yourself to the outside and walking around empty that you're that 45 minutes or 50 minutes that we're doing in that room all together is you're going to walk out of there feeling stronger for yourself, happier, and then you're better for everybody else in your family. So I would like to continue on this journey and make it, you know, I don't, as big as it can get, you know, I'm not really kind of like looking for, I'm not saying that I would love like a million dollars or as much as it's going to be, but, but I think my biggest goal is to affect as many people as I possibly can in a positive way to make them feel the best that they possibly can and keep on going out there and live their life happy. It's a tough life out there. It's so tough. Before I just, you want to, you want to help them with their, you know, with their fitness side. And I want to help them with their mindset, you know, affect someone's day in a positive way every single day. That's, that's what I want to do. And I've been saying that for years. So I think that's why you and I connected so well. We have the same passion, right? At the end of it all, I want to be known for someone that has helped, 
people's lives. I've changed their lives. And Natalie wants to do the same. And, you know, we're both in our 50s. So staying fit in your 50s, it's important. So let's give us a couple tips. Like as a, a 50-year-old, 55-year-old woman, give me a couple tips that would be helpful to do that I could help, you know, in the course of a day, help me with my mindset, right? Give me an, a fitness tip that helped me with my mindset. Okay. Well, one of the, one of the things how we tie in so close together is the fact that doing fitness is going to put you in the right now. And the right now is going to be able to set you with a, the right mindset. Okay. You can't help when you're working out not to be in the now. You're breathing hard. You, you're in the, the zero to five seconds. You're in the now. If you're in the now, that's when things can happen. That's when you can create. That's when you can, you know, feel happy. As soon as you get ahead or behind, you know, you're like, ah, but fitness will get you into the now. So if you're working out and you're breathing and you're moving, you're right there. You're a vessel for production. The other thing is, is that move, get out of the, I let myself the boop, move. Don't think about it. Walk into that room, pick up the weights. Don't, they don't have to be heavy. You don't have to do perfect, but you'll be moving. And when you walk out 50 minutes later of a workout at super bodies at the YMCA or whatever gym, you will feel better move. So give me a final message of something that you would like everyone to know about you. Okay. <laughs> we already um, know you want to affect people's lives in the fitness industry. What, but what about you? What's something memorable that we all can take away from this about your life? I think my hardest moments in life my sufferings are the reason I'm the strongest that I am right now. And also number one, first and foremost, point blank period, my relationship with God. I'm always like KGF, keep God first. Everybody knows that's my, um, my acronym. And I, I even have my shirt on that says, it says half holy, half hood. That means Pray with me, but don't play with me. Oh my gosh, I have to have that shirt. I love that because when you're from the Mon Valley, we're partially from the hood. Like we, we're not going to take crap from anybody. That's just not how we roll here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's hard to keep keep that. Uh, and they say it at work. They always say that I go to from zero to sixty. I go to Mon Valley from zero to sixty at work. So when I'm there and they know it's coming, they're all like, "Oh God, here she goes, zero to sixty. You're at a 16. So, you know, we're not perfect. We get, we do get mad once in a while, but uh, I'm so excited that you, you did this with me today. And I learned a lot about you. And I hope that if anybody's looking in the Mon Valley area, Superbodies by Nat, you're uh, doing a lot. She's doing a lot of good stuff. And I, I hope that from this, you guys can get motivated, know that you can be resilient and you can face adversity head on. And start with exercise. You know, for my own self, I know that that's important and it's something that I need to be better at. But I know one thing I am surrounding myself with people like Natalie. How lucky am I to be doing this? So, and I'm lucky to be your neighbor. And, and I appreciate you so much asking me to be on your spreading goodness to the world. To the thank world. You. Well, thank you. And so, everybody, if you can follow me on social media, follow Natalie and Super Bodies by Nat on Facebook. 
And if you need any help from either of us, you can reach out. And until we meet again, keep shining.